All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and yet another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 22nd, 2022 in week 203. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, it says focus on Christ. There are a lot of different things taking our attention away from Christ. And he's trying to get us to just focus on him, turn our attention towards him. What is our attention span like? So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Um, give me one moment here. I actually just realized something. Give me one moment. All right. No problem. Well, I can go ahead and read off some of the comments. Uh, David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope y'all are inside where it's warm. <laughs> and Tony was just telling me that it was snowing in Memphis. So uh, Kiara says, praise the Lord. <laughs> and also, we're trying to stay warm. Um, yes, I can definitely understand that. The temperature is supposed to get down to like five tonight. So I hope everybody is staying warm. But thank you to you two who commented. Praise the Lord to you. And thank you for tuning in. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for uh, the engagement, as Melvin would say. Um, I do want to go into a word of prayer before we get into uh, tonight's topic. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us, Lord. We thank you for how you watched over us, how you kept us, um, how you just brought us through the storm, how you brought us through trials and tribulation, how you uh, kept our minds, Lord. Uh, the, the devil wanted us to commit suicide, uh, wanted us to hurt ourselves, to hurt others, Lord, but we thank you for how you've just helped us to push through uh, no matter what happens in this life Lord help us to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm so Lord we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word will go forth that we would all decrease and you would increase exponentially so Lord we're praying all these blessings in your righteous name Jesus amen amen all right um I thank God for um, for us getting this opportunity. I wasn't able to catch those comments. I, I think I heard you uh, mention someone says something about snow. Um, if I heard you correctly, uh, did you Dave, say that? David said, "Hope everyone, uh, hope y'all are inside where it's warm." And I mentioned that he said it was snowing where you are. Okay. Yes, um, and it is indeed snowing and it's coming down really good. Um, I actually have a testimony that happened not even a good 10 minutes ago. I, I thank God, um, you know, I, I knew all day that it would be uh, dropping temperatures, snowing, um, raining, and, and the roads freezing and, and uh, things along those lines. Uh, but I, I made up my mind I was going to get off work at the regular time and by the grace of God, be able to be in Bible study. And um, 
for the majority of the ride here, it was it was fine. Um, but then the closer I got home, uh, the snow picked up uh, and it was extremely hard to see. My wipers seemed like my wipers were bad. <laughs> um, the roads were bad. Couldn't see the lanes. Couldn't see the markings on the road. Um, and, and I began to see more and more cars having trouble driving, everyone moving slowly. Um, several accidents, uh, one vehicle completely flipped upside down. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's just rough right now on the roads. Um, but, you know, I made up my mind and it, and it crossed my mind that, you know, tonight we might not be able to do Bible study because I just wasn't sure how late I would be. Uh, we are running a few minutes behind, uh, and that is why. But I, I, I told myself, you know, the, the, the thought crossed my mind, maybe tonight we won't be able to do Bible study. And I had to rebuke that thought and, and say, no, you know, whatever time we're finally able to go on, that that that's just going to be it. And so I thank God for giving me a mind to do that, because had I went with the initial thought that came across uh, my head to just postpone it. We wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have these testimonies for you that I have, you know, j- just looking at all these cars, different cars having uh you know, different accidents. I'm looking at fire, 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 excuse me, fire trucks in several places. I mean, multiple fire trucks going here, going there, uh, police officers everywhere because so many accidents are happening. And I can totally understand why, because you can't stop. Um, I was coming up to a green light. Uh, The light was green. I'm sure the light was green on the other side. But, you know, when you're turning left, you are to yield. And someone now under ideal circumstances, that probably would have been OK. But someone decided to turn left while all of us are uh, also going forward, you know, going straight through the light. And so instead of them saying, you know what, I'm going to just wait. I know they weren't thinking. They they clearly were not thinking about how fast can these other cars stop. And so I even began to say it, don't do it, don't do it. But the car turned left anyways. And I had to slam on brakes. And when I did, I couldn't stop the vehicle. I couldn't control the vehicle. It, it, it hydroplaned. Um, and I came so very close to hitting the person next to me. I can't tell you. I mean, to me, it seemed like an inch. Uh, I came so very close to hitting that person. But I just thank God that he did not allow that to happen. But I made up my mind, no matter what, my goal is to have a Bible study tonight. And so I'm thankful that the accident wasn't in the plans for tonight because that severely would have threw us behind, Melvin. Um, <laughs> that severely would have thrown us behind. And so I, 
you know, God has a way of working things. He has a way of, of, of planning things uh, for us that we don't quite understand. But, you know, my mind was set on talking about staying focused, staying committed, staying dedicated. See, I believe God, when we set a goal to follow him, there is nothing that can uh, detour us or uh, uh, cause us to not get the job done because he has overcome the world. He has given us all the tools necessary to get the job done. Yeah, sometimes uh, we, we might lose control. Sometimes we might have accidents. Sometimes a lot of things we don't want to happen, happen. But, you know, if you have a made up mind, if you tell God, you know what, I'm going to serve you for the rest of my days. You know, there will be some stumbling blocks. There will be some storms. There will be some times where you can't even see the road. It's hard to even tell which direction you're going. But, you know, if you have your mind made up, God will make a way for you. But are we committed to that tonight? Are we focused on God the way we ought to be? Have we made our minds up? You know, Jesus tells us in the book of Revelation, he talks to us about uh, straddling the fence, if I can put it in my own words. And he tells us, uh, he wished that we were hot or cold. You know, he wants us focused. He wants us committed to which side we're going to be on. He says, if we're lukewarm, if we're kind of just in the middle, we kind of want to serve God, but also we kind of don't. He said, you know what? I'll spit you out of my mouth. I'll get rid of you. I'll get rid of you. Look, if we have um, a drink and it's lukewarm, you have a nice cold soda, cold pop, however you want to call it, a beverage. <laughs> if it's lukewarm, you, you do not want it. As soon as you uh, take a swallow, you say, ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> so God says he wishes we would just focus on being one way. We would be for him or against him. But he does not want us in the middle. So there's something to be said. I said all that to say this. There's something to be said about when you made your mind up, when you're focused. Even though it's hard to see, it was hard to see headed down the road. But my, I was so focused on being here for this, for this reason. I didn't know God was going to give me a testimony tonight. But I'm trying to, I'm saying this because we have to make our minds up. We have to be focused on the task at hand. You know, sometimes uh, when there's a job to be done, uh, I, I'll use this because uh, if you've ever been to school, you know, when, when you have to sit down and write a paper, it seems so hard. Uh, a lot of times we, we put it off because we just don't focus on it. We really don't want to do it. And so we'll put it off till this, the weekend of. It's due this Monday. It's Friday night. It's Saturday night. It's Sunday night. We're trying to write this paper two, three-page paper. But you know the reason why we never did it 
we really didn't want to. And even the times where we might have sat down, we'd say, man, it's so hard for me to focus. You know, people say that it was hard for me to just sit down and focus on because you really didn't want to. But when you really make your mind up, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to make myself do it, you can get something done. Nope. If we truly want to serve God, we've got to focus on him. You know, I hear people talk about how uh, they have ADHD. Uh, it's hard for them to focus. I hear people say, yeah, this person has it, that person has it. And, you know, I'm not going to argue about that. But I know one thing. When a person truly wants to focus on something, they'll do it. I told you guys not long ago, my brother told me he was watching a, a three-hour movie and he did not get up. He, didn't, he ran out of food, snacks. He, he didn't want to get up because he was so focused on watching that movie. You know, don't we do that? Don't we do that? When it's time for us to watch a movie, when we're watching a, a football game, a basketball game, a soccer game, I think the World Cup may have just ended. When we're watching all these events, we can focus. So we're, we're so intrigued. We're so interested. But when it comes to the word of God, when it comes to learning who he is, when it comes to learning about him, we have a hard time focusing. It's because we have not made our minds up yet. We have not decided. See, I'm, I'm telling you, once a person once a person feels that they're at the uh, brink of death, I know because I've been there. Oh, you'll find a way to focus then. Those things we were once focused on, suddenly they don't matter. When you feel you're at the brink of death, now you're ready to ask God, Lord, save me. Lord, please save me. If I die, at least take me to heaven. Now we're focused on him. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight, being focused on God, focused on Christ. Because there are a lot of things to capture our attention. A lot of things. But when you're focused on something and you make your mind up, no, no roadblock, no snowstorm, uh, no sickness, no distraction, nothing will hold you back. You know, God said that about the people who made their minds up. They got together, but you know how they got? The reason they were together is because they were all focused on the same job, the same task. That's the only way we can come together is when we get one mindset and we focus on it. When we have one goal, and we focus on it. God said, there's nothing that can be restrained from them. There's nothing that can stop them. You know, my God, you know, if you just make up your mind tonight, you're going to serve God. If you would make up your mind tonight, there's nothing that can stop you. You know, Paul said that. He said he's persuaded. Nothing, nothing shall separate us. Nothing. I, I want to go and get that because that, that verse just popped into my mind. I believe it's in the book of Philippians. 
It's at the end of one of those chapters. I know I know I told you to go somewhere else, but I want to run over and get that because there's something to be said about a person who makes up their mind. There's something to be said about that person. Let me see where exactly where that is. I might have that wrong. Romans, I'm way off. Romans 8. Where did not? All right, let's let's go down. I, just, I don't remember if it was at the end of the chapter. Let's let's go down here. Let's go to let's go to thirty one. We'll drop down. What shall we say then? What shall we then say to these things? Mm-hmm. If God be for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? Verse thirty five. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? You know, he asked the question here, who shall separate you? You know, who, who's going to stop you from doing what God said to what? You know, I want to ask the question this way. What is going to stop you from doing what God said? You know, when you truly make your mind up, you know, we make a lot of excuses about things all the time. You know, Jesus dealt with a group of people. He said, and he gave a parable, and he said, at one consent, we might go and get that. They all began to make excuses at one consent because they were not focused, because they were not truly committed, because they were not truly sold out. When you make up your mind, You're a powerful person. Nothing can stop you when you make up your mind. There's a saying, the mind is a terrible thing to waste because there's so much power in a person who made up their mind. You know, I I, I know my dad told me about how he ran into the, uh, I believe it was the CEO of Dollar General uh, years and years and years ago. And he, he was talking to the talking to the guy and uh, the guy began to tell him who he was and his plan, his, his goal that he set and how he wanted Dollar General to be the number one store in the world. He wanted Dollar, Dollar General to overtake Walmart. And my dad at the time, I mean, this was many years ago, probably 10, 15 years ago or so. And he said at the time, man, he thought <laughs> he thought that was a joke because he's like, man, Walmart is so big. But, you know, now looking at it, you can see just how focused this man was because there's a Dollar General opening up everywhere in every town, even not in town. <laughs> you have Dollar Generals opening up along the, alongside of highways. Now, you don't find Walmart doing that. 
But you'll find Dollar General on the side of highways. You'll just see a random Dollar General. <laughs> but I'm, I'm seeing the commitment, the dedication that that person had, the vision that they had. See, there's something about when you make up your mind, even when somebody laughs at you, even when someone says you're crazy, even when someone says you lost your mind, something's wrong with you. Even when someone tells you it doesn't make sense, if you just have your mind made up, if you keep your eye in the right place, see, we have a hard time because we're constantly looking everywhere else. You know, it's hard to do what God says because we're constantly looking at what everyone else is doing. People who are not following God, we're constantly, we're constantly looking at them and saying, well, they're doing this, and they're doing that, and and it makes it so much harder on us to actually do what God says. You know, I, I want you to think about this now. When you were growing up, and you might have had a different experience than I did, but I know when I was coming up and going through school, Everyone in the school, you know, you had the cool kids and the lame kids. I was one of the lame kids. <laughs> At least that's what they called me, Melvin. I didn't believe that, but that's what they said. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, back then, those things might have bothered me. You can say whatever you want now. I made up my mind that that does not matter. But now... Back then, going through high school, you would have kids that don't do their work, failing every test. I mean, these are the so-called cool kids. Now, they're failing all their tests. They want all the answers from you. (laughs) They want you to help them pass. But now, we had to wear the same clothes. You know, everyone wore the same clothes. Everyone's wearing the same brand of shoes. Everyone is wearing the same popular brands of shirts, same popular brands of pants. I remember Levi's were really big. Jordan shoes, uh, Ralph Lauren shirts. But certain things were just really big. You know what? You felt so much pressure and weight up on you when you didn't wear the designer clothes like everyone else. We call it peer pressure. They, they try to pressure you into wearing that stuff. They try to talk about you if you didn't wear it. And you know what? You, we felt that way because of who was around us. But you know, if you had went to school in a different part of the country and they wore totally different brands, you would not have even thought anything about the Levi pants the Jordan shoot, it would not have meant anything to you. It was all about our perspective. It was all about what we kept our eyes on, the people around us, what they were doing. See, right now, I never wake up in the morning and think, man, I need a pair of Levi pants. If I have a pair, good. If I don't, that's good too. But because of where our attention was, where our focus was, We couldn't see past those city trends going on. We couldn't see past those trends going on right around us. The fads, 
We couldn't see around it. The latest fashion. We couldn't see around it. But so I'm telling you this to help you to understand. We think the way we think a lot of times because of what's popular, because of what we're keeping our eyes on. See, if we keep our eyes on the so-called cool people, uh, a lot of times now people keep their eyes on celebrities. Um, We know where they eat at, where they shop at, what type of car they drive. We look to see all those things. And then we decide we want to buy those same things all because someone else is doing it. It's where we're keeping our attention, our focus. Is where we're keeping our focus. So now I want to get, I want to read through this because a question is asked here, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who's going to separate us from following God? Who is going to separate us? But now he's not only talking about a certain person. Read for us, man. Let's see what he says here. Shall tribulation? Tribulation, hard times. Hard times. Trying times. Someone talking about us. Someone laughing at us. Is that what's going to stop us from following God? See, if we stay focused, there's nothing that can stop you. If you will focus on him, if we will make up our minds, Lord, I'm, I will follow you wholeheartedly, no matter who. You know, um, man said, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're God, so what everyone else does, choose ye this day. I just mixed up two people there, uh, Joshua and Moses. Choose ye this day whom ye shall serve. He said, look, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm focused on serving God and there's nothing you can do about it. Look, I don't care what someone says. There's nothing you're going to do or say to stop me from following God. I've seen how these people have died for the name of the Lord. And if that's in God's will for me, that's just what I have to do. There's nothing you're going to do to separate me from following God because I know if this body were dissolved, look, there's another body for me, heavenly, a body that cannot be destroyed. There's nothing you can do once I get in that body. So he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, uh uh-huh. Or distress. Look, we get stressed out all the time. Somebody say, I'm stressed out. So they're puffing cigarettes. (laughs) Is stress going to cause you to disobey God because you're stressed out? See, when you truly set your mind, nothing is going to change it. Even though you're stressed, even though you're going through a hard time. You know, we we talk about how much, uh, how how hard things are. You know, I, I had somebody tell me sometime back, Hey, they begin to talk about the gas prices. And <laughs> brother, I don't care what the gas price goes up to. There's nothing you can say that's going to discourage me. I still believe God's going to take care of me. I still believe that. 
no tribulation, no amount of stress is going to cause me to think, but God can do it. Somebody was talking today. I heard someone talking about paying their tithes. It begins to stress people out. They said, man, this is a lot of money. Paying your tithe, man, that, that costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, we waste a lot of money too. How much money do we spend eating out? And as soon as we buy the food, what, what do we say? Man, this isn't even good. How many, I just, how many times have we said these things? Man, this isn't even good. Man, it's cold. Man, they didn't give me my order right. They only gave me half of it. I didn't order this. How much money do we waste on things that we enjoy? How much money do we waste? People go out and gamble their money away. People go out and smoke their money away, drink their money away. All sorts of things. And when we come to God, we say, man, that's too much money for me to pay my tithes. I just can't do that. You know, God is looking at this. He's looking at this. He's taking a record of this. But I'm pretty, look, nothing is going to cause me, though. Tony, now, I can't speak for everybody. Nothing is going to cause me to turn away from God. He told me to do it. I have to do it. So stress. A lot of times we say, I'm stressed out. Can distress cause us to turn away from God? For some of us, it will. For some people, some people are going to say, it's just too hard. It's just too much. I just, I just don't want to do it. Because someone has not made their minds up yet. Someone has not made their mind up. Go ahead, Forrest Mill. Or persecution. Mm-hmm. Or famine. Lack of food. You know, people do that. When we get hungry, look at how we start treating one another because we're hungry. We start yelling at each other, cursing each other. <laughs> it's okay to be angry, but he told us to be angry and sin not. We lose all of our love because we get hungry. Because our head is starting to hurt. Our stomach's growling. Will we allow this to separate us from doing what God said do? Because we're not focused on him. You know, God had to, I told, I think I talked about it in the, in the Bible study Monday night. You know, God told me to do a fast, 40 days. I wasn't eating, wasn't drinking. I'd go. Uh, from about 5 a.m., sometimes I went to 12 p.m., sometimes 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., just as long as I could make it. I tried to go as long as possible. I know at least once I made it uh, 12 full hours. And, you know, through this time, God was showing me you can't allow anything to cause you to live a life I told you not to, even your own self, even your own body, even when you get hungry, even when you get weak, even when you feel sick, you can't allow that to cause you to do things I said not to do. This is what God is telling us. He said, can famine do it for some people? 
we're willing because we're hungry. We say, well, God doesn't want me to die. He doesn't want me to be hungry. So we'll go right in the store and steal, steal some food. Well, God doesn't want us to be hungry. (laughs) See, the devil is tricking us because we're not focused enough. We're not focused enough on what God told us to do. Read for us, Mill. Or nakedness. Lack of clothing. What is going to cause it? Because we want fancy clothes. A lot of time we got clothing. A lot of time we want certain clothes. Will you allow that? Because it's certain clothes that you want. Will you allow that to cause you not to do what God said? Read for us, Mill. Or peril. Mm-hmm. Or sword. Troubles, troublesome times. He told us perilous times shall come. Sword, because somebody's threatening you. What's going to cause us to lose focus on God? What's causing us to lose focus? What is going to cause it to happen? But if I'm telling you tonight, if you make your mind up, nothing can hold you back. God himself said that. He said, there's nothing that can be restrained from them because they were focused. They made their mind up. There's nothing that can hold you back. No matter what excuse we come up with, no matter what we say, well, it was this. Well, it was snowing outside. Well, this happened. Well, the power went out. Well, I was hungry. Well, they said that whatever you say, God's going to say is an excuse. Because he told us, ye shall be endued with power. He said, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He said, I'm going to give you something that's going to take care of all of those problems so that you can overcome them. But you just have to make up your mind. He said, whosoever will, let him come. Let that person come. They just have to make their mind up. Read for us, Mel. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. Mm-hmm. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Mm-hmm. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, I'm persuaded that same thing. Nothing is going to separate me. Now, I can't speak for everybody. You know, people read this scripture, And they think this automatically applies to everyone. It does not. It does not. You know, Paul dealt with a group of people in the book of Galatians. He said, who have bewitched you? Someone has tricked you so that you you would not obey Christ. Someone has tricked you. Somebody out there is going to separate us or something is going to separate us if we're not focused and sold out on what God said. He said, 
one of the things that caught my attention, he said, nor powers. There's no power that can separate me. You know, I, I heard a man tell me one time, he was talking about, I think he was from New Orleans, and he was talking about, man, yeah, that voodoo stuff is real. <laughs> he said, it's real. Brother, look, I'm persuaded. No power, no, no m- magic. No spell, none of that. None of that's going to stop me from doing what God said. I don't care what somebody say. I'm going to put a spell on you. Hocus pocus, abracadabra, whatever they wish to say. (laughs) He said he's, but this guy told me he's persuaded. Glory be to God. He was persuaded that it's real. He said, man, I knew a guy. And every time he got his check, he would just give it all to this this, uh, lady who put this spell on him. I said, man. That didn't have nothing to do with the spell. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the spell. That had nothing to do with the spell. That's, that has to do with the flesh. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I, look, I, if that's the case, I know... <laughs> I better leave that alone. No power. Nothing the devil tries to do can stop you from doing what God says. You know, somebody asked me a question some time ago, not that long ago, about ghosts. Do I believe they're real? I believe spirits are real. I believe evil spirits are real because the devil's a spirit. There were many angels that left heaven with him. Yes, I believe that's real. Do it. Does it happen the way it happens in the movies? No, sir. No, ma'am. You know, if the devil had the ability to, but he lock us in our house. He lock us in the closet. As soon as you look, if you go in the closet, <laughs> if you go in your closet and try to get an outfit. Look, if the devil had the power, he look, he he knock you down in the closet, <laughs> turn the lights off for you. <laughs> He wouldn't let you come out. You sitting there and cry all night, yelling. If the devil were able to do these things, he would. He does not have the power to do this. Look, he, if the devil had the power, look, he would run you off the road, flip your car upside down, and you would not be able to call 911. If he had the power to do a lot of these things that we're thinking he, he does. We'd all be dead already. But he does not. We have the power. Through Christ now. We just have to make up our minds. And he said we are more than conquerors. Through Christ. That's how we conquer. Every obstacle in life. Look, there's so many things being thrown our way. We're living in a time where everything's expensive. We, we talked about a famine. You go to the grocery store, case of eggs, uh, uh, $10. What, two and a half dozen, maybe, two dozen, maybe. Maybe not even that much. $10. 18 eggs, 36 eggs, whatever. We're looking at... Uh, just everything being skyrocketed right now. But you know, we are still more than conquered. He promised he would not leave us. He promised to always be there for it. He just wants to see if we made up our mind. You know what? 
What person in this world wants to get married to someone who isn't really focused on their marriage, who, who really doesn't even think that they kind of want to be married, but at the same time, they don't. You know, what person wants to be married to someone like that? They're focused on you sometimes, but the rest of the time, look, they're focused on all these other people out here. They want to go and be with all these other people, taking other people on dates, buying other people food, flirting with other people. What person wants to be in that type of relationship in their right minds now? What person would want to be in that type of relationship? You know, God feels that way with us. He wants us to be solely devoted to him. He said, we cannot serve two masters. We can't serve him and the devil. We can't do that. So I'm talking to you tonight because I'm I'm hoping and praying you would make your mind up that you are sold out for Christ, that you, no matter what comes your way, no matter what sickness, no matter what persecution, family talking about, no matter what evil thoughts come into your head, we have to learn how to rebuke the devil. See, there are some evil thoughts that come into our head. I told you guys earlier tonight, thought came into my mind. I said, well, maybe we just won't have Bible study tonight. I had to be strong enough that God had to correct me and say, no, sir. No, we are. Because somebody needs this. Somebody needs to hear these things. You know, we cannot always go with our first mind. I hear people talk about, I should have went with my first mind. We need to go with God's mind. We need to go with godly thoughts. He told us, look, cast down vain imagination. There's some things that come into our imagination. We just need to get rid of it. Yeah, thoughts are going to come. Evil thoughts are going to come. But he said, cast them down. You got to be focused on this. It's easy to tell when somebody's not focused. Uh, someone asked me a question about uh, what did it mean when the scripture talked about going to the right or to the left? He said, look not to the right or the left. Look, stay focused. Keep your eyes where they need to be. I was going to get it. Uh, my time is up. I won't get it. But he talked about so many things. Getting our attention, distracting us, causing us not to be focused. He talked about being a busybody and other men's matters. You know, we're constantly worried about what somebody else has going on. We're constantly, well, let me check on Facebook. Let me check Instagram. Let me check Snap. Let me check all my social media profiles. And then when I close them out, I'm going to open them right back because in the, in, <laughs> in the past millisecond, somebody put something else up and I just can't miss it. <laughs> we're constantly a busybody in other men's matters. We, we do not even take care of our own business because we're always in somebody else. We cannot take care of our own stuff. Look, stuff that we need to get done is going undone because all we're doing is building an online profile <laughs> on somebody else. We can tell you every post people made in the last 10 years because we constantly are looking at it. 
busybody in other men's math. There's things that God is wanting us to do, and we can't do them because we're not focused. We're looking to the left and to the right. We're listening to every negative and evil thing that someone says. You know, somebody told me, <laughs> they said we're going to get negative degree temperatures. Yeah, I said, well, I like positive things. I like positivity, so <laughs> I don't want to hear anything negative. We got to stop looking for so many negative things. Negative thoughts come, just jump into our minds. I told you guys tonight. Just looking at being in this storm, slipping and sliding, hitting brakes, losing control, looking at cars flipped upside down, looking at all these things. You begin to start looking through the flesh and say, man, maybe we can't do this. But you have to be strong enough and focused. Cast down those vain imaginations. They're coming. He didn't say you wouldn't have vain imagination. He said when they come, cast them down. Get rid of them. Throw them in the trash. Say, if it be the Lord's will, this is what we're going to do. Paul said in one place, if God permit, look, we're going on into perfect. If God permit it now, we're moving on. We're not going to settle for this. We're staying focused. People say all the time, nobody's perfect. But Paul said, look, if the Lord permit now, we're moving on to perfection. That's what we're working towards. Be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is it perfect. Look, we're moving on. I'm staying focused. Are you willing to focus on what God says tonight? This is what's causing us to be held captive, to be bound, to be stagnant, because we're not focused on what we need to be focused on. I've seen it happen to me. I've seen it happen to me. God bless you guys. I appreciate you guys. We didn't even get to the <laughs> we didn't even get to the verse, the focus verse tonight, but keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on what God says, not what everyone else is saying. Look, study his word, learn his word, learn of him. Nothing will separate you from him once you make up your mind. God bless you guys. At this time, Melvin, I'll, I'll turn it back over to you. Uh, thank you, Minister. Um, definitely great message. Great message on um, being focused. Uh, we do have a few comments uh, throughout the live stream. Sydney says, amen. Uh, Sister Betty says, praise the Lord. Um, Casey says, praise the Lord, my brothers and everyone. Hopefully everyone stays warm. God bless. So God bless to you guys as well. And we are exceedingly grateful that you guys joined in. Um, David says, we are either saved or lost. There is no in between. He also says, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Um, Kiera says, I think about how the guy in the bed was presented to Jesus by going through the roof because the door, the doorway was too crowded for him to get to Jesus that way. They were so focused to get to Jesus that they went the hard way to remove pieces of the roof to let him down, to let him down. That that encouraged me to not be so quick to give up when faced with obstacles and hardships, because we do let those things discourage us. We definitely do. Um, she also says God will give us strength and grace to make it according to his will. And that's a lot. We 
we leave that last part off. Uh, when we pray for things um, in one place, I'm reminded uh, Matthew 6, 33, um, seek the kingdom of God and first and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We leave all his righteousness and his will and we and we look at it through our righteousness and what we want. And one place it said our righteousness is as a filthy rags. And another place he calls us less than nothing. His thoughts and, and his ways are way above our thoughts and our ways. Scripture says as far as heaven is from earth. So we need to be glad when things don't go our way, but go God's way. Um, David says a double-minded man is not good for anything. And I believe that scripture says a double-minded man is unstable in all, all his ways. A man that doesn't have his mind made up, doesn't know what to do, get distracted by every wind of doctrine. Um, Janet says, keep your eyes on God and you'll never go wrong. That is true. We do have to keep focus on him. Um, Cynthia uh, says, amen, and that's right, um, in response to some things being said, and I think that's all of the comments. So if you have a question, definitely drop it down below. Um, we do thank you for the comments, um, but I'm reminded of a running joke or a meme. I think I heard it in some cartoons, but um, when, you, when you can't focus on anything or when tr somebody's trying to tell you something, they joke and they say, you have an attention span of a squirrel. And that is one of the creatures that has the quickest attention span. Um, I think it's maybe three seconds, but we metaphorically have that attention span when it comes to God. You know, one thing at one point, we're all invested and then somebody says something or or tribulation or anything like that. And then we lose our focus. Um, I was just reading with my wife yesterday, the 13th chapter of the book of Matthew, uh, where Jesus um, said the parable of the sower and the seeds or the preacher and the word of God. And it described four different types of people. And one of those groups um, was the people that heard the word of God and they received it with joy. And then the scripture says they dureth for a while. They endured it. They were strong for a while, but then tribulations and persecutions came because of the word. And that is that is us. We just read where Paul was asking, who shall separate us from the love of God? And persecutions and tribulations were in there. But that group of people, they let that, they let that um, take their focus off of God. They said the persecutions and tribulations came and by and by they were offended. And then they continue no longer in that uh, word of, in the word of God. So we can't be like that. Um, you know, I have a a teacher, well, she was my former geometry teacher, and I didn't care too much for the subject, but she was a great teacher. Um, she recently took a bold stand for God. <clears throat> excuse me. That's not too popular among her peers. Um, she posted it on Facebook and I believe now is up to around eight, 900 comments of people just slandering her. I mean, she does have a few supporters, but is overwhelmingly negative comments toward the situation. And then later on, she made another post and said, dear friends and family, I don't care about these comments. As a matter of fact, I haven't even read most of them. I, I, have to keep my focus. Basically, 
at the task at hand. So that's what we should do uh, when it comes for standing up for God, no matter what. Um, in one place it says that they're getting caught of every wind of doctrine, but we can't be like that. We'd have to hold on to the truth. We have to stay focused. And um, I don't see, well, David says, Merry Christmas, everyone, and God bless and keep you and your families in Jesus' name. Merry Christmas to you too and whoever else, um, if you so do celebrate it. Merry Christmas to you. Excuse me to you, and I hope you guys have a happy new year as well. Um, but Cynthia says, may God continue to bless you both. Thank you. May God continue to bless you too. Thank you, Cynthia, for that. Um, so that is all of the comments. So as I always like I do to have say, one thing. I do want to have, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, I do want to mention uh because I think I may have mentioned it, but not not really. I don't even know where Melvin has on the screen right now because I can't see it. Uh, <laughs> but if you would like to donate, um, uh, as I've said before, we do um, spend money to bring this product to you, to bring the word of God, to bring this um, presentation. You know, all the things that go into this, the software that's being used. Um, um, we, we do offer a chance for you to donate if you want to. Now, it's, you don't have to, obviously. Um, we pay for it ourselves for how many years we've been doing this? <laughs> Coming up on four. Yeah, we've been paying ourselves for four years. Um, and so if you are willing, um, we, we would welcome donations. I, I, I reluctantly... Uh, I've been hesitant to even make a, a cash app or any type of uh, account for donations. I've, I've really been hesitant. Um, but like I said, we we did this for four years going strong now. So uh, if you guys do find it within your heart to donate, um, our cash app should be on the screen somewhere. Uh, this goes directly to um, us continuing to be able to bring this to you. And so, like I said, uh, if you do, we certainly appreciate it. And I'm certain God will bless you. Um, and I believe he'll bless you even if you don't. But I also believe he'll bless you if you do as well. And so thank you guys for your consideration. God bless you. Yes, thank you. Um, and the cash app, it is um, scrolling on the screen, um, dollar sign Joy Storm 12. Uh, we, we will appreciate any type of donation, big or small. Because um, and that does not come straight to our pockets. That goes, like Tony said, into the services that we use because it is not free to continue to go live on three or four different platforms. So, again, all donations are welcome and definitely appreciated. So let me go through again one more time. Make sure we do not have any more comments and I don't see any. So thank you, uh, David, Kiera, Sydney, Casey, Cynthia, um, Sister Betty, and um, one person that I miss, Janet. Thank you guys so much for leaving the comments and the interactions. Uh, we love it. Uh, we definitely love all questions and comments. So as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message each and every single week. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always. And I usually say today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. But as we, Tony is a living witness, today's tribulations can also be today's 
testimonies. So count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. And if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend and a Merry Christmas on Sunday. And try to stay warm. I'm pretty sure it's snowing in a lot of different places. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm.